Hey guys, Tim here. I'm sure you've heard the news. Super Nintendo World is opening on February 4th next year over there in USJ. Really excited about that. And so I decided to break into our normal coverage to bring you a classic show I did back with my original podcast partner, City, back in 2017 when this whole project first got announced. We'll be back with our normal schedule of going through all the different lands and islands of adventure next time. But for now, I hope you enjoy when Universal Studios sued Nintendo. What do you know about Nintendo? I mean, I've I've been looking back, I've been reading a lot up on they their history and all this kind of stuff. A gaming company that started out as like a trading card or just like uh, no, they no, did not all not kinds of things. Cards, um, They've been around for over a hundred years. Cards. Yeah, and then they're Got into- also just very old and mm-hmm. traditional. So mm-hmm. that's why most of the games are just repeats of other games. Well. It takes- it's just really traditional <laughs> there that you have. If you want to get a new idea passed, you have to get it approved by every single level. And if one level doesn't mm-hmm. approve it, you have to start all over. But it's kind of crazy because that's the way it looks maybe on the outside. But their long success has a lot more to do with just having solid. Like, oh, they have. I mean, content they have amazing continuously. You know, there's a lot of timing involved. Sometimes there's some failing up. Yeah. With, in the case of like certain things, especially even Donkey Kong, their first big video game success. And then, um, I don't know, just the strong first-party software has always been what people, you know. Well, and I think that part of their success is probably they've had a lot of people always be that have been with the company for mm-hmm. a long time. I'm not going to say from the beginning, obviously, but I mean, like, you know, since the be You'd be surprised. Well, I know a lot yeah. of a lot of the games that are out now, the people who created those games still work at Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I think and they came up through the ranks. A lot of them did. Yeah. And they, you know, I mean, they're the, the games that made Nintendo successful and they mm-hmm. continue to put out basically the same game, but better, which I always think about must be so freaking cool. Like you have this idea in your brain mm-hmm. and technology is the you only talking about thing... that Miyamoto guy. Yeah. Well, I mean. Or even, like, I don't know if the original creators of Zelda are still there, but, like, you know, you have this idea. Which was him. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay, (laughs) so there you go. So, yeah, he's like, I want to make Zelda. Uh The only thing I can make right now is this strange two-bit-looking screen that really holds me back. And Uh then to be at this point in 2017, Mm -hmm. where you're creating Breath of the Wild, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, I mean, in many ways, a 3D version of that first game. Right. It's all cell shaded, so it kind of looks timeless. Well, yeah, but also just like it's the same kind of concepts. There's it's oh, open sure. world. You can go anywhere. There's yeah. dungeons that you just walk into. Yeah. I guess maybe they're quite. I didn't play the first one, so I can't comment on how complex they are compared to the first ones. But I just thought it must be so cool to create that first game mm-hmm. in, in 1980. Just something. constantly innovate over and over. Yeah. Creating what you see. Because I'm sure what he saw in his head when he was creating it was something more like. Breath of the Wild. What we're getting now, or yeah. maybe even more. Yeah. Or even more, yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing holding him back is technology. Yeah, maybe one time, or, or one, at some point, we'll do a, a show on the creative side of that, and we're oh, Miyamoto and all his that stuff. That would be very cool. But today, we're not dealing with that. Oh, we're that's talking true. more about decisions and things that happen. I mean, we're saying a lot of nice things about Nintendo, we probably will, but they've not always made the best decisions. There's some things... That's true. Hey, everybody I, makes mistakes. Right. Uh, I think of probably one of, in looking back, over this, I think one of the biggest ones was, okay, it's the late 80s, CD-ROMs are becoming a thing, right? Uh Uh-uh. So a Nintendo, at that point, only did cartridges, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It was harder to pirate. They had little chips in the cartridges to keep them from pirating. It's also, it's a better system. Yeah. 
but uh, so over CD. So what they did was they decided to make this deal, right? This kind mm-hmm. of deal with uh, Sony to mm-hmm. add a CD Uh-oh. drive to their uh, the, like to the Super idea. Famicom, <laughs> the Super Famicom, which we know as the SNES. Okay. Because it's family console or the Famicom, anyway. Okay. Anyway, but the day after Sony announces and show off their concept to the world, you know, uh, Nintendo announces that they've got an exclusive deal with Philips, and they're going to be giving them the license and everything else. And they totally, totally, perhaps it was to push Sony a little harder to do a little better. I don't know what it was. Wow. But it just made everyone in the whole thing upset. Um, and anyway, Philips did come out with a uh, CD-ROM console with no licensed characters. Yeah. Um, it was called the CDI. Hmm. It was a disaster. Quickly, <laughs> quickly went away. Thought of as one of the worst consoles ever made because it was super expensive. It did karaoke and things too, but there were there was a Mario game that was terrible called Hotel Mario where he just took care of a hotel. The three Zelda games, which are considered the worst games ever made yes. because they were just, they took the characters. And then put them in a game that had No, nothing. but Nintendo didn't help. So Nintendo said, okay, you can do this. And then they got cold feet with the whole CD-ROM thing. And so Philips had to just do everything themselves. And uh, yeah, I wonder it just... if it just wasn't like up because recently Nintendo has gone back to cartridge with which the Switch mm-hmm. with the Switch. But I guess cartridge is actually a cleaner, better way to run a video game compared to like a CD or a Blu-ray. Yeah, it was just what they were getting. The pushback was a lot of people like Square people they were dealing with at that time, Square Enix and oh, Final Fantasy with Sony, and everything. Not with well. That's not there yet. So oh. they, because Final Fantasy and stuff was coming oh, out on right. Nintendo, so they were getting pushed because it was easier to write for the, these developers wanted to write on CD-ROM. You could put a lot more stuff on a CD-ROM right. than a cartridge. So there was a there was a format kind of war going on, and so Nintendo tried a little bit and then totally you know. But I just wonder why screwed they, over Sony in the deal. So I just it, wonder why they didn't like it. Like why they didn't like the. Well, CDs. it wasn't even that. I mean, eventually they went with them, right? When we well, get to GameCube and stuff, and then that GameCube, was even, right. and that was even their own little kind of mm-hmm. smaller disc. But uh, I guess one thing to come out of this, Philips and Sony mended ways after that. They like made friends, and they actually uh, partnered together, and they came up with the DVD. Yeah, I was just gonna say they have the DVD player. Yeah, no, but I mean the well, actual that's format. That's what I can think. Is the, the format. DVD player, they, yeah. they, but uh, I think the biggest thing that came out of this was Sony was so angry. That Nintendo being burned by Nintendo, mm-hmm. that they decided to enter the video games just to no upset. No yeah. really. So basically, they str- they took the console that they had showed off, stripped all the different SNES kind of cartridge things out of it, and then re- you know basically stripped everything Nintendo out of it and released it instead of the Nintendo PlayStation. The PlayStation 1. Yeah, it was yeah. the Sony PlayStation. That's and uh, awesome. we all know what happened now because they're on top. And uh, they lost a lot of Nintendo lost a lot of people to PlayStation as soon as that happened. But anyway, we're talking about when uh, Universal sued Nintendo. Oh, I thought Nintendo sued Universal. Okay, yes, this is interesting. So it was MCA Universal to be clear. So it was many owners ago, right? Comcast is what they got right now. So this is back in the day, MCA Universal. So let me set the stage. It's the 80s. Donkey Kong has come out. It's done huge business, right? Launched Nintendo out of being almost, you know, little nothing to huge something. I think I see something. where this is going. Right? Okay, Donkey Kong. Donkey comes Kong. Comes out. Giant monkey. 
Yeah, in the arcades in 81, but then was exclusively on the ColecoVision. I don't know if you've heard of this console. I've heard of it, seeing it, playing it, that's another story. Okay, well, one of the, there's a story that the execs got the license to put the Donkey Kong in there. by They basically camped outside of whoever's hotel room all night, and that showed Nintendo they had passion. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was, it's stories like this, it's great. Anyway, but Mario was everywhere. They were making money, not just in the games, they had cereals, they had yeah. <laughs> board games, they had all kinds of things. They've always known how to market and sell. Like Yeah, it became know. a big deal right from the get-go. They actually it made more money for Nintendo in 1982, Donkey Kong and Mario and all that stuff, than yeah. any other movie that year except for one, <gasps> and that was E.T., Which was the biggest movie, one of the biggest movies ever, right? Steven, you can't really compete with that guy. Which is funny. Oh, because right about that time, uh, the Coleco execs are invited to Universal Studios Hollywood for a little meeting. Uh, Ah. You know, it's under the the guise of like, hey, there's some kind of investment going on. They they're given the tour. They even get FaceTime with Steven Spielberg because he's he's there. He's the guy. But it was an ambush. They basically. What these uh, Universal guys said to uh, Coleco at that point uh, was they threatened to sue them and destroy them. Uh. Not to sue, but destroy them if they shipped any more systems with that Donkey Kong because it is an infringement on King Kong, which was, uh, you know, Universal has a yeah. history with King Kong, right? I haven't heard anything. Okay, I mean, let I me know, go. It gets crazy. I know. I, well, like, as soon as you said Universal, yeah. Donkey Kong, I was like, oh, well, oh. probably has something to do with King Kong, but... Right. They are nothing alike besides it being a monkey with right. Kong. Well, I mean, Kong, of course, is allusion to the big ape, King Kong, probably. Right. The last name. Donkey, um, it's a little weird. I mean, there used to be that whole uh, urban legend that someone had misspelled monkey. And so... Uh, <laughs> so but so actually, it should have been Monkey Kong? But actually, that's not true. It was just oh, a... Um, so funny. What would you call it? Uh, a language barrier thing? Like, Miyamoto was trying to come up with a good word for stubborn or... Oh, yeah, yeah. or something. And well, they're like, a say, donkey like, is like, you know, one of the most stubborn animals, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they went with that. Well, I was thinking, like, donkey, ass, like... Yeah. A jerk face. You're just a jerk face, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's meant to be stubborn is, and everything. It's kind of fun. Well, I mean, I guess in the beginning, Donkey Kong technically is kind of a jerk face. Yeah, because he steals like the girl. a kidnapper and yeah, all that. He steals the girl. But later, like, in his little... Pauline. Like, shows and... Well, that was Cranky Kong. Now the... now no, the, that, Well, there is a Cranky Kong, but I mean, like... Well, they say, I mean, according oh, to the in, Rare games, in the, the Donkey Kong Country, the original was Cranky Kong and... The D- Donkey Kong Jr. is the new Donkey Kong, or DK, and then... Yeah, right. Anyway. Oh, okay. Diddy Kong's the, even the next Even one. the newest yeah. Jr. So anyway, Universal sends out a memo, a message to Coleco and Nintendo America. This is what it says. Destroy Donkey Kong, all the, your Donkey Kong property, stop marketing the game, and give us every single cent that you've made. No. So Coleco gave in. They got <gasps> scared. They're a smaller company. These are both smaller companies. Yeah. Universal's huge. It's been around for years, and, you know, they've been making movies for decades and decades, right? So they gave in. They gave what basically amounts to shares in their company about $5 million, mm. which is not exactly um, what they wanted, but it was something, all right? right? So it was basically almost it's extortion. I don't know, because they're, yeah. like, pushing these smaller companies. Uh, they didn't tell Nintendo, though. That becomes a big deal. 
remember Ooh, that. Okay. okay, right? So Nintendo thought about paying. They're like, oh, let's just just pay him something to get him away, you know? Oh, yeah, make him go make away. Make him go away, right? But then Howard Lincoln, who was one of their uh, big lawyers, he'd come up, you know, when they Nintendo of America first started out when there was, like, just a f- team of less than 10 people. He steps in and convinces them that they have a great case against Universal. Basically saying what you're saying is it's a completely different animal. Nothing to do. Nothing to do except for it's another, yeah. It's maybe... Another monkey that takes a girl and goes someplace goes up a building, but it's, it's not like, even in the same but way. It's not like yeah, it's not the game is not it's it's not has nothing like yeah. no nothing to do with it. All right, so they tell Universal no, S- shove it. Yeah, Universal. <laughs> yeah, and so not only that, they say, look, there are lots of unlicensed King Kong products on the market, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. So what what's going on? They know. They realize what's going on. They're going after Nintendo. Because of all the money. They yeah. see the money. These smaller things, there's, it, it doesn't matter. No. But Nintendo, they're making so much money at this point. It was the first big, crazy cash, you know, it was, I mean, thing for video games. It'll yeah. only get bigger and bigger. But um, they have a meeting. Universal says, we're going to send you over what they call a chain of title, proving that they basically own King Kong. That way, Nintendo knows they're serious, and this Uh is going forward, and it's going to become a lawsuit and everything. Nintendo never gets this. It never comes. After months and months, they ask Universal, is this this going to happen? Is this happening? Universal counters with uh, just demanding uh, uh, some kind of royalty payment, okay? So they can already, like, smell something. Right, 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 right. So Nintendo arranges a meeting that Universal thought meant they were caving. Uh, so, then, oh so even the biggest like Universal execs show up to this meeting just to just so they could gloat and this, all this stuff. What happens? They all get down there and they're shocked because not only Nintendo just basically restates the the same thing they've been saying. <laughs> Let me yeah. restate the facts. No. Yeah. No and no. Right. It's <laughs> not the same thing, and it's a video game, not even a, a movie. They're two. Totally different formats. No, like the story isn't even the same. No, nothing about it. So you you have no case, and we're not going to do anything. You're not getting a well, penny. And this is probably the beginning. Like they, this whole, the whole suit probably changes the whole dynamic of contracts and royalties and all of that because yeah, it's a totally different format. Like you didn't write a contract about like you don't have claim to anything in a video game. Well, let's keep going. Oh, okay. It gets juicier. Okay. So, Universal, on the the side, Universal realizes that they've licensed this small company called Tiger Games to make a King Kong game Mm -hmm. that's basically a Donkey Kong ripoff. They (gasps) realize this, realize that they're infringing on Donkey Kong, so they make them change it, but it's barely. It's like the guy has a fireman hat on instead of a mustache. It's like enough. yeah. Yeah. They go ahead and they sue Nintendo and six other licensees, different people who had, you know, been like a part we were of talking Donkey about. Kong. Yeah. Not just part, but other things that were putting out stuff with Mario and Donkey Kong. Oh, it's brand. Like, yeah. Oh. So oh, everyone hmm. paid, except, except for Milton Bradley, who's making a board game, and Ralston Purina, who was making cereal. Yeah. No. So, so this Coleco hey, and I'm all Milton these things. Bradley, you so don't get anything. <laughs> they've only started the suit. And Universal is already making millions off this thing. Nintendo, realizing that they have to go out this, you know. Like with more seriousness. With more, more seriousness. They go out, they get this new hotshot attorney, and they have a trial. It lasts seven days. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, so Universal's case is this. Similar plots, apes name Kong. <laughs> to counter, to Nintendo counter. outlines not only the making of the game, what went into it, and the back, and we can talk about that another time because it's crazy how they took this failed game called Radar Scope mm-hmm. and they retrofitted it into what we know as Donkey Kong. It's, it was a shooter game that was, it's so different. Um, I think that would be interesting. But it's not only the making, but they went and highlighted every single difference that this game has and the characters and everything about it before springing the trap city. Oh, I'm ready. Tell me the trap. So it turns out in 1975, Universal had sued and won in a case against RKO, who are the owners of the original King Kong film. And do you know what the winning argument was? What they won with? (laughs) It's a different... It's a monkey with a plane or something? So Universal, right, uh, had proved that since the film came out in 1933, King Kong was in public domain. Oh, no. (laughs) So basically, you have immediate dismissal. Right. right? Not only that, the judge went off on Universal. Number one... Universal didn't own King Kong. Number two, even if it did, Donkey Kong was not a copy. And three, even if it was, it is it's now. only a, it would only be a parody, which is legal. Yeah. So Universal ended up having to give all the money back to all the companies that it threatened. Not only that, Universal had to pay Nintendo for Tiger's infringement. On Donkey Kong <laughs> by the, with their, with their yeah, King with, Kong yeah. because it was basically ripping off the gameplay. Yeah, exactly. Which is something that... That is not legal. That, you're right. That is not okay. So they tried to counter-sue for years, and they lost every suit, and they lost millions and millions of dollars. What idiots. Nintendo came out of this, basically proved its strength in the market, that it could take and win over a huge corporation, right? Right, yeah. Um, a couple other side notes. Coleco, their early caving, cost it the license. The uh, next Donkey Kong game would be out on Atari. Well, and, don't go uh, behind Nintendo's back. Howard Lincoln, who was the guy who, who was the lawyer, uh-huh. the original lawyer, became senior VP. He was the one who said, let's not, let's let's not, not give him this, money. Yeah. Let's f- because we've been, you know, selling yeah. our brand to all these different other things, right? right so yeah. why don't we just back up our brand and say, no, this is who we are. And we're, we can't be Say, na 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 boo boo And the hotshot attorney mm-hmm. that they brought in, mm-hmm. besides being awarded with tons of money and a boat that he called, Donkey, that he called Donkey Kong, <laughs> <laughs> would further be honored by Nintendo in 1992 when he was... What? I'm pointing. Is it the ace attorney? No. Ah, darn. But when oh, it named five. a new character after him. Oh, what's the name? What was his name? Yeah. Jeff Kirby. Aww. So this uh, this lawyer guy just sucked people up and spit them out. That's right, <laughs> as weapons to yeah. other enemies. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they did. Suck one enemy up and spit them out of the. That's my other what he enemy. did. Universal. That's hilarious. I love that. 